hitting the button because it's starting yeah. the show and we're starting off pissed. I'm hungover. Um, so because it's Las Vegas and what do we do on Monday nights, man? Uh, welcome to Bid Nerds, everyone. My name is John Polnick. I am your host of Bid Nerds. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, literally 300 feet from the uh, above the Las Vegas Strip. I'm thinking about jumping off my balcony right now and getting a little closer to it. Um, my partner is laughing at me from San Francisco Bay, Michael Deeb. How yeah. are you today? Better than I, me, I'm sure. I, I'm excellent because the audience uh, thinks you drank last night and you're hungover. You have a cigar hangover. Oh, my God. Like It's so much worse. I had like... Four sips of, you know, some kind of whiskey, and I'm just like, the cigars, though, just Oh, man. Yeah. Um, cheers to Chef uh, Chef William over yeah. at uh, Red Rock Country Club, who was kind enough to drive me home last night in his <laughs> GT3 that he had just gotten. And I'm, like, getting in the car, and I'm going, bro, whatever you do, this is not the night to show off. Take it easy, because <laughs> uh, you do not want to clean what I'm going to get all over your Alcantara if you uh, yeah. punch it. And he looks at me, he's like, I'm glad you said that, because I was going to hit it on the on-ramp. And I'm like, yeah, I know, because that's what I would have done, but... Uh, I don't see rubber floor mats, so I'm telling nope. you, not a good idea. Yeah. Oh, man. So I'm feeling it this morning. My bids might be a little off today. I'm going to be like, oh, uh, but whatever. Uh, happy, happy Tuesday, everyone. This is the show where you get your daily nerd out on the most interesting oh, cars man. of the day. Look, we pick the uh, we pick the cars from Cars and Bids, bring a trailer. Uh, we got some new auction sites coming up like Radwood for Sale and uh, Petrolicious and all these guys, P-Car Market even sometimes. So we just we, we try to find the cars that are the most interesting ones to talk about in the day. Uh, we make predictions about what we think those cars are going to actually hammer for when they hit the auction block. Um, and our auction and our, our predictions suck. I mean, we don't know what we're doing. We, <laughs> to, the, to a point, we keep track of it for some reason and, and like go over it later. What are you talking about? We're amazing at this. Are you you know, we have, I sometimes We have our wonder. own show. <laughs> we do. It's like four people listen to it and everything. Uh, yeah. That's including my dog. So, yeah. um, she's <laughs> and our wives and our wives. So there it is. That's all we got. And they don't even like it. Man, I never see any thumbs up from them. So uh, this is the Bid Nerds, guys. Nerd out with us. Uh, thanks for joining us. Make sure you hit that subscribe and like button while we ramble on. And, uh, you know, the first thing we always do when we start out the show is we talk about how poorly we did the day before. So let's go over our predictions from yesterday. Uh, and as soon as we're done with that, we'll get to the big car of the day. We've got a M718. That's a wide-body Porsche Ooh. 964 um, C4. And this car has us all getting excited. That might yeah. actually perk me up more than this cup of coffee um so let's get to that soon but first yesterday how was yesterday's bids what did what do we do we, we were do yesterday jp we were actually pretty good yesterday, we good um, yesterday? Right, yeah okay. i think uh, just that like modified cayenne was a surprise but yeah. our star car of the day was the 76 porsche 912 um the 912 from 1976 that's kind of a one-off you know where we have the uh, sort of uh, impact bumper cars mm -hmm. uh that has the 912 motor uh, just a really neat example uh, let's face it it's not a 912 motor it's a volkswagen vanagon motor is what's in that thing it's right a type 4 vw right. come on right this car had been mm -hmm. refurbished a few years back and and you know you pointed out some really it's got some cool details this is like a, a non-carrera so non-rear flares uh slick roof no sunroof uh, beautiful in this like kind of it looks a little Bahama yellowish, but I don't know. It's it's School a different shade. I'm not sure. School bus yellow is a good description, mm -hmm. uh, but it has a motor swap, right? So it doesn't have the original matching numbers Porsche motor. It's got a Type Four motor. Um, 
So anyways, uh, which if you're you going to swap it, why not putting something big in it? That's what you said too. You're like, Thank what the you. hell? Yeah. I, I don't, I, I still don't understand why you would drive that car and, and not expect everybody to roll up on you and want to race. And you can't race them because you got a, you got a Volkswagen motor in there. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I, I think you got to have a six cylinder. So I agree with you. Like somebody should have gone to the uh, junkyard and bought an old 911 motor. Any 911 motor would do. So would you put I a water bumper in it? Would you put no. a 996 M96 in there? No. No, no, no. It's got to be air-cooled. All right. So not There's... any Porsche 911 motor would do. No, but any real 911 motor. Now, uh, come so on was... now. <laughs> so uh, I said 30000 which I thought was a really good bid. You said 32000 which is rare because you very rarely jump over me. Uh, JP, you were $500 off a of Yahtzee. I don't know if you saw that. It sold. Did, yeah for 32,500 bucks, but we were right there. Uh, congratulations to the seller. You got all the money for that car and congratulations to the buyer. You bought it cheap enough to be able to throw that motor out and still afford to go buy a 911 motor and make a real car out of that. So oh. good luck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So I really, the one that caught me out yesterday was this, uh, 2003 M five. It had like 126,000 miles on it on and bids, but this car was triple black with no stories, no bad car facts. Didn't look like it had any paint work. Uh, you did uh, expertly point out that there was no comment of recent service, particularly to the Vanos system, which is uh, the induction system. Am I right? Isn't that mm. something to do with the electronic valves that allow air yep. into the motor? Yep. Thank you. Okay, cool. So it's like a anyways, ram type thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. So anyways, I thought this car was going to bring over 20,000. In fact, I stepped on my own junk and said 23. You... Uh, very smartly said 19,000 and this car was only bid to 17,500. So it's possible that my bid was in line with the consigners, uh, you know, smoked out version of what his car was worth. But I'd say your bid was more reflective of what the market would yield for a car that doesn't have receipts of recent service for a problematic area that is not inexpensive to fix it could be catastrophic so yeah. uh jp you won that one too and let's face it it was on cars and bids cars and bids and bmws do not mix it's just like they don't bring big money there for some reason and they're enthusiast cars so it does make it you'd think otherwise i suspect and i was thinking about this yesterday after the show is like there is a direct connection between hoovy's garage you know and um mm -hmm. and uh doug demiro right they're simpatico yeah. they're buddies they're but you know i mean hoovy literally calls doug Demiro, big daddy on his show i mean that's Whoa. a little it's a that's little weird you know big daddy it's like nerds. yeah never gonna happen. Uh, you can you need to ease back on that dude that sounds a little but okay whatever and i mean if you've ever watched hoovy's garage i don't know i mean look look at if you look at his all the thumbnails of all his videos that he's made like half of them are bmws are the biggest pile of crap fill in the blank. And, you know, I mean, he's always talking about how horrible it is to fix them. He's got, he had to get, he, I, I, we're talking about Hoobie's garage here. He has yeah. his mechanic, the wizard. Uh, yeah. and then he had to get a separate mechanic just to work on his BMWs because the <laughs> wizard guy didn't want to do it. He's like, I don't want to touch these pieces of junk. Oh, so he found man, some funny. guy that he calls the ninja racist. Uh, but you know, it's just, they go, it's just nonstop with the BMW yeah. suck thing. And yeah, I, I'm kind of with them and I like BMW. So anyways, there yeah. you go. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about the, uh, Hoovy's thing. Yeah. Now we get to put Hoovy's garage in our, uh, in our metadata and that'll hopefully get yeah. us some views. All right. D does, uh, d can Hoovy talk while Doug DeMiro drinks a glass of milk? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, putting those two in the same room together. Hoovy, oh my God. Tyler Hoovy, just like, ah. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's let's move on to the next car. What do we got next? All right. So we looked at a we jumped back up for a bring a trailer JP mm-hmm. and we looked at a '97 Ford F250 HD. This thing is beautiful. This is diesel. It's four wheel drive. That's pretty uh, cool. It's got a super uh, the crew cab. I think they call it super cab or something in Ford speak. Um, uh, Twenty seven thousand, I think original miles. JP, this thing is barely broken in. I mean, yeah. it looks by all accounts brand new. Uh, the biggest knock on this car is that it's in the in Kansas, which is technically is halfway. Where it is halfway to anywhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. but uh, um, anyway, we, and we were all over this car. I said fifty thousand. You said fifty five. This car split the difference at fifty two thousand. So I beat you by five hundred bucks. Or whenever I beat a draw by five hundred. Whenever beat, we make fun of someone uh, in yeah. Las Vegas on the strip that's doing something lame when they're clearly yeah. a tourist and they don't, you know, it's uh-huh. like the, when you go down on the strip and you see the people walking around with the yard tall uh, margarita, <laughs> yeah. pla- the plastic slushy sugar margaritas, and they're right. and they've got you know shorts and the white the white socks and sneakers and stuff, yeah. and they're walking around just marveling at everything. The, 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 it's always like, oh look, Topeka, you know, and that's where this car is from. It was like yep. it's the go to like. Uh, middle of the yep. country yep yeah so topeka kansas is this like the uh it's like the omaha of kansas <laughs> <laughs> so there it is you could have bought this car uh yeah. for, and then brought it back to vegas and got yourself yeah. all the yard long slushy margaritas you want uh all right what, what do we got next i think this next one oh man I'm, i don't know if i want to talk about this next one the 2010 Volkswagen Jetta TDI. So oh, you're one away. You're one away. This one doesn't hurt my heart. You're one away from the stone in your shoe. Uh, this little car is badass. Um, this yeah. is called the Cup Edition. So this is a TDI. My only knock, Volkswagen, please, when you make a car that looks that cool and drives that cool, give it a freaking manual transmission this thing has one of these little dcts in it or something and i just it's just a bummer uh it's got the thunder bunny front end uh either the consigner or the previous owner of this car put full-on cayenne six piston brakes on the front four piston brakes in the rear and then put it on these uh fake bbs mesh wheels with the matte black treatment and this car looks the business, man. It is sick. Yeah. And I bet you fill this car up once or twice a month and could drive it, you know, as far as you could possibly imagine. You were saying you took one from Seattle to San Francisco? Uh, I took one from Seattle to actually no. Well, yeah, so we took one from Seattle, San Francisco on a single take of fuel. And then That's we took amazing. a regular we took a regular Jetta TDI from Portland, uh, Maine to Portland, Oregon, Miami, right. uh, via Miami yeah, yeah. and 20 other stops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God rest yeah, the, his soul, our Delta good route. friend. Uh, God rest his soul, our friend uh, Derek Tanisaladchai, oh. uh, our good friend uh, who has passed um, uh, tragically uh, a couple of years ago, young guy. He had a GTI uh, that yeah. he did the same brake treatment on. I remember driving that thing yeah. and hitting the brakes once, and it was like, I mean, I, it almost ripped <laughs> the seatbelts out of it. I mean, it was like... <laughs> You just like he's like, oh yeah, careful with the brakes. I'm like, yeah, you know, as I'm <laughs> trying to get my collapsed, you know, uh, rib cage put back together. Oh my god, that car stopped. It was great though. What a cool I, car. I miss that kid. Derek Man, was awesome. he could drive. A, so that guy was such a great driver. And a what good an guy. what, what guy. an energy. Yeah, he yeah. was awesome. I, I love Derek. Oh, the muscle. Okay. Uh, anyway, this car was incredible. I, uh, I thought that you don't see him very often. And our car, JP, correct me if I'm wrong, had like 37,000 miles or something. Yeah, like. Really, yeah, yeah. really low miles. Excellent condition. This is uh, a bit of a unicorn. They did make 1,500 of these, but most of them have been commuted. I mean, again, yeah. this is an 11-year-old car that's barely 
it, like it would be barely out of warranty if it was you young yeah. anyways i said nineteen thousand. you said eighteen thousand. again you were 250 dollars off a of yahtzee wow. jp this car sold for seventeen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. very well sold and i'd say very well bought yeah yeah um, <clears throat> so the final car of the day JP, let me explain this to you because I don't think you have any experience in this mm-hmm. arena. Somebody took a E1 Porsche Cayenne S and they put a lift kit and like some crossbars and some big mud and snow tires on it and they sold it for a premium. You wouldn't understand this, but I can explain it to you because I'm a fucking nerd. So anyways, <laughs> I said 24000 and you bet the under at twenty three. Not only were you wrong, but you were like on the wrong side of me. This car sold yeah. for a whopping 30500 And the irony is JP has sold a couple of these and loved thing. Absolutely was fawning over it. And you bet the under and it sold over me, which is hilarious that you got this one wrong. That's like when you win on an alpha. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, it's true. It's so true. None of, the thing that really pains me on this is that this car had how many miles? 117,000 miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had in my garage, I was selling one for a friend. I had this, a, a 2008 black on black and hazelnut. So it had that amazing two-tone interior. That oh, yep. was one of the nicest interiors that they made in E1 uh, Cayenne. Right. In, yep. in perfect condition with 78,000 miles. So like <laughs> 30, 40,000 fewer miles than this one. Uh, and we sold it. Like cheap. I'm not even going to say how much we sold it cheap, but let, let me tell you, you know, 20 something thousand dollars less than this thing sold. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, and, and I have a 2008 Cayenne myself. I have a, yeah. you know, and mine's a manual, but it's the base. And I did all this stuff. I put the wheels and the tires and the roof rack and all that stuff on oh it. And it is going to sell on bring a trailer. Uh, so, you know, but yeah. I don't know why I didn't just do this to the black one too. Oh and God, I mean, Oh my funny. God, I left literally tens of thousands of dollars on the table and and uh, I think the uh, Dan, uh, the, the fella who bought it from us, uh, uh-huh. or from you know, I think he watches the show. And if you're watching, God bless you. He even said, frankly, that that this is what he's going to do. He's like, yeah, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to put, I'm going to make a Trans Siberian, uh, you know, knockoff replica yeah. out of it. And uh, I, I hope he does. And I can't wait to yeah. see what it looks like because God, this yeah. thing looks so good. Those are the right wheels. Um, we should. We should mention again, JP, that this car has what you pointed out uh, Mm -hmm. astutely, has a two and a half inch lift kit, which helps accommodate these like 20 inch wheels and 33 inch tires. Otherwise, those might not fit if it's they would not fit. Yeah, the biggest you could put is a 265, 65, uh, like 18. So to get a wheel that size, you're definitely spending multiple thousands to get it up there. So I mean, call it three, four thousand dollars for the wheels, another three to five thousand dollars to get it that high. But you're still, I mean, still with 117,000 miles. um, I'm hoping this bids well for my Cayenne that's going to be bring a trailer because mine is unlike this one. Mine is a stick. Um, Yeah. And uh, we have not seen a base manual Cayenne on bring a trailer ever. There have been a ton of Cayenne GTSs with manuals, and we've seen those bring big money, but we've actually seen them get a little soft. Um, they are not bringing the money that they used to, uh, but these ones with the big tires and all that stuff are going up, and it doesn't even matter sure. if they have a manual. So I'm kind of open for sure. the- a couple of years ago, uh, Godden Classic sent me to Amelia Island, and I worked uh, for Porsche Classic out there at mm. Works Reunion at Amelia Island, I think in 2018. And they had a special category on the lawn 
that was just for uh, 911s and Cayennes that had all these like liftings and things. So, I mean, mm. this safari this thing of the safari stuff is really the, the latest proliferation of old air-cooled, like mostly SCs, yeah. and obviously, like especially E1 Cayennes that you could pick up for nothing. And uh, yeah. you were saying the six-cylinders are probably the best value because they're the uh, easiest to maintain and, can, and run for like a period of time, especially yeah. if you can find one with a stick, which is really cool to drive. Well, you know, and this one, with you know, this one's an S, so it's a non-turbo, and they're hyper-reliable as well. It's just the cost of maintenance is exponentially more than the six-cylinder ones. Um, because of but the V8. Because of the V8 and, you know, like, yeah. you know, like water-cooled alternators and just crazy expensive shit, you know, fuel pumps that cost three grand to replace. Um, right. You know, but compared to a turbo, that's cheap. You know, the turbo stuff is, yeah. that, is you know, put another, you know, order of magnitude on the cost of, of keeping those. So a, a lot of people building these off-road turbos just doesn't make sense. You're pulling all kinds of muck and dirt into the air intake. That's got to starve them. I mean, an S makes sense. And frankly, uh, because when you're off-roading, the thing that people don't really take into account is off-roading. It's not like in the, in the pictures where they're jumping them across dunes and stuff like that. Usually it's, <laughs> it's crawling over obstacles, you know, taking your yeah. time and making sure you're not, you know, destroying your car. Uh, yeah. and so low, a little bit of low end torque, you don't need the top end power because too much low end torque when you're trying to crawl over something breaks traction so you want just enough power to get the wheels to grab and and pull you over a log or a rock or an obstacle or something like that so i think the six cylinder is the better one and with the reduction uh you know with the uh, electronic reduction in the differential that these vehicles offer they're fantastic goats i mean they just climb over stuff so anyways uh it's gonna be one of my future i can yeah that is a really really cool car all right Well, there it is, guys. That was yesterday. So uh, Michael Deeb and I were pretty close on a lot of those. And yeah, uh, you had you know, three, and I had two. I'm happy to see how close we were on our on our bids. We weren't just like under yeah, over. Good. We were actually pretty pretty near to those. Um, but today we have some really cool cars. In fact, uh, you know, now's the time to subscribe, like, tell all your friends about the uh, about the YouTube channel. Get out there and spread the word. And uh, here it is, guys. Let's get right to the cars of today because Bid Nerds is all about the most interesting cars of the day on Cars and Biz and Bring a Trailer. What is our first car? <coughs> oh man, so JP. Uh, it's no secret. I, anybody that knows me knows that I have absolutely fallen head over heels in love with this particular model. It's a 1994 Porsche 911 C4 wide body. And it's literally called the wide body from the factory. That's how they describe option code M718, which, uh, is in celebration of under, this is in quotation marks, 30 years of excellence. <clears throat> so in 1993, Porsche made this wide body uh, and called it the 30-year Jar, which is 30-year uh, Jubilee. And they sold these uh, in, Europe, in the European continent. And they made, of course, 911 of them, and they were numbered, uh, which was really cool. So, uh, And a lot of those cars were painted uh, or were the, 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 when they released that car, the uh, what do you call it? The press car was Viola Metallic, which was a color that you could only get on that car. So a majority of the 30-year Jubilee cars were painted Viola Metallic, but we never got that wide body or that color in the United States. The following year, in 1994, around the rest of the world, the 993 generation of the 911 was being introduced, but Porsche was not ready to bring that car stateside. So in order to help 
sales for what might be, you know, a, a, a model that would be considered a little long in the tooth, even though it wasn't here that long. Mm. Uh, Porsche introduced this special edition, and it was called the Wide Body 30 Years of Excellence, option code M718. So while they made 911 of them and they numbered them in Europe in 93, in 1994, the, uh, Porsche Cars North America only brought 267 of them stateside. And so today in the United States, this is arguably one of the lowest production number 964s that they made and is destined to become a high, uh, I, I think, a highly collectible car. The car we're looking at here today has just uh, 9,000 miles on it. It's offered out of Paradise Valley, Arizona. It is uh, sort of a navy blue metallic, a midnight blue metallic, and it has a full gray interior. You can see the Cup 1 uh, wheels. It's all-wheel drive. It's got the standard 911 air-cooled motor, which is about 247 horsepower. Uh, what is it? A five-speed manual still. Um, and it's got four-piston brake calipers. It's just a beautiful car. It's a teeny bit heavy, but they drive really well. And the big changeover from the 964 from the previous generation is they went to spring traditional spring and shock uh, tr uh, suspension. So these cars ride beautifully. Uh, again, this car has just 9,000 miles, and the you know most of the other 266 of these things have a ton of miles on them because they weren't so coveted when they were first new. I think only today are they beginning to realize their collector potential. And this car could be destined for a big run here at the end of the day. So at the moment, John, it's at $98,400 on 23 bids. Uh, talk to me about it. What do you think? Do you like these wide bodies? Oh, man. I mean, come on. Who doesn't? The wide body 964 is just like the ultimate porsche i mean it really is that the look of this car it's still i mean i love 993s everybody loves 993s and for the longest time 993s were what everybody wanted and 964 yep. of course we all know were the ugly stepchild people just didn't want them and they depreciated horribly but then somewhere around eight years ago it's everybody snapped their fingers and realized oh wait these actually look like 911s because they have the correct fenders you know uh they have yeah. the nose they the, the upright headlights that's what makes a 911 the 993 has kind of the slope thing and yes it looks more modern but it's not as the the, the 964 just kind of like smoothed out all the rough edges of the g-body ones um and with the wide body version there's just nothing meaner looking coming down the road i yeah. uh, you know remember when you could buy these for 30 40 grand i mean unbelievable all the time and now uh here the, here is this one um gosh the number is going to be big i it's going to be big I think so, too. You know, think about this, John. In 93 and then a couple in 94, they made the RS America. So you're talking about 800 cars over two years. And RS Americas, especially with these low miles, would be, you know, damn near a $200,000 car. Yeah. This car's, uh, they only made 270 of them. I mean, they're just really rare and it's very distinctive. I mean, it's, it's such yeah. a good looking car. Now, the RS America, you could, you could argue, is probably a better driving car because it's lighter weight. Um, and it's two-wheel drive. It's rear-wheel drive. Uh, this is a tiny bit heavier. But, man, this is still a great driving car. I mean, this is, you know, probably arguably more fun to drive than most standard Carreras and SCs and certainly a mid-year. Um, it is a little bit heavier, but the, it's going to ride real nice and it's going to go and stop. The brakes on these things are amazing. The transmission is just like butter. Uh, and I've wanted one for a long time. We had a white one for a while at Godden. I actually think that it did not sell, and they took it. Uh, Gary probably took it to the warehouse and he's keeping it in part of his collection. Uh, but I really wanted to buy that white one that's had like 32,000 miles on it. But this mm -hmm. car in dark blue is a looker. Uh, and I agree with you. I think it's going to go to the moon and back. So 
without yeah, further you, uh, ado. With our TV show that's coming out, the uh, Porsche Road Trip on, um, what is the network it's going to be on? It's on Chassis Network. Chassis Media, yeah. Chassis Media, ch- the Chassis Channel Adam on Adam yeah. Carolla's network on Pluto TV coming out uh, probably in a month or two. Um, th- there's a There's a kind of one of the things that I do. So I drove uh, a 993 C4S uh, on the road trip. We went up and down the whole coast to film the show. Uh, It was gone for weeks. And when I came back, we had to do a bunch of, I had to go back and do, a bunch of pickup shots where I was driving the car and doing monologues, talking to the camera and you know, the C4S that I drove, they wound up selling, (laughs) you know? So I was like, Oh crap. (laughs) So I grabbed the keys to the nine, six, four C4 wide body. Uh, so, uh, someone with a sharp eye will note that the wide shots, you see the C4S 993 (laughs) driving down the road and then you go to the close-ups, and there's me driving along. Someone paying attention will be able to realize that, wait, those are nine, six, four seats. And, yeah. I don't think that's a 993. So uh, look out yeah. for that the, for a Porsche road the, trip when that comes the out. The 993 had like a full blue, metropole blue yeah. leather interior. Yeah. And our C4 wide body at Godden had a black interior, which was, yeah. which was spectacular. Yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah, the, the astute eye will pick it up and can't wait to read your comments. That's I mean, there it is. you you got to be a nerd. <laughs> this is this is Bid Nerds 101. If you can't spot that, you're not the right kind of nerd, so beat it. Okay, so uh, I, did, right. I, just have, I just have to brag about this nerd dome real quick. So okay. I was as I was making my notes for this car, I looked up <laughs> and I typed into the Google search bar, uh, 994 911C4 wide body production numbers and I got a paragraph it says Porsche listened to their customers in 94 and introduced what the factory literally called a wide body the one year production run was 267 cars with option code M718 I was like oh that's great stuff and I looked and it's from God and Classic which means I wrote it <laughs> He is so, the wiki man, that Michael is, Deeb, is, ladies and gentlemen, Michael that Deeb. might be the nerdiest thing I've done on the show it's is pretty I, nerdy. I checked my pretty notes nerdy. on Google. Yeah, yeah. pretty fucking yeah. funny. So, you can so be an authority when I you're swear. writing history. There it is. You're yeah. just making so, shit up on the internet. Oh, it is work. Yeah. That so amazing. now, yeah, no, I did. Sorry about that. So now I have to get this one right. I said 130. <laughs> Um, it's funny because the comments in the uh, on the bring a trailer listing, uh, everybody seems to think this car is going to bring 150, and I'm going to tend to agree with them. Mm. I priced our 32,000 mile car at 160, and everybody said I was nuts, mm. uh, and I still believe it's it's worth that. So. Uh, this car here has got to bring 150. There is some paintwork JP. Two of the panels don't paint meter like the rest of the car, but it doesn't have an accent on the car fact. So I I still think that that number is realistic. So I'm going to set the bar at 150 and force you to go over or under. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm going to say buck 55. Um, good I'm with, good I guess. Mean, 9,000 <laughs> yeah. miles. That's crazy low miles. Yeah. And I mean, with with high mileage narrow body nine six go fours going for sixty seventy eighty thousand dollars right why wouldn't a low mileage wide body one go for you know two or three times that right um so right yeah. Con- condition condition and production numbers drive the the prices for these unusual 911s yeah. and this one ticks all the right boxes so good luck to the seller not a fan and of the color and particularly the interior color is awful. yeah the gray the gray is yeah, awful it's it awful. is it's it's about the only, most yeah jp it's been my experience with these cars that most of the ones I've seen that, that come available in Europe, the Viola Metallic uh, Jubilee cars, mm. most of them are this purple metallic, which is mm. really beautiful, but almost all of them have a gray interior. So the, the coup d'etat mm. is to get a Viola Metallic with black interior, mm. and then it's numbered. That would be that almost would be the car. any exterior color with a black interior would bring 
significantly more money than this one will, I think. Legit. Absolutely. I mean, this, yeah. this, this blue is just such a, it's such a pedestrian blue. It's not like a Mexico blue or some kind of crazy right. blue. It just looks like Honda Accord blue or minivan blue. I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't jump out at you. It's just blue. Yeah, okay, whatever. I have a question for you. If this car was this color blue, the wheels mm -hmm. were silver. Mm -hmm. If the car came with bright red brake calipers, would that do it for you, or would that? No, don't that, get me wrong. I mean, I still like the car. I, it's not like yeah. I wouldn't drive it. But look, the question is when you when you really if a car to really judge a car uh, by how if you want if a car is going to be badass it has to be the the car has to be a car that the bad guy in a movie would drive and the bad guy in a movie would never drive a blue car or the star right i mean just not right i mean look oh look God. bad boys the, the reason why we're fawning all over this car is because of the movie you know the stupid yeah. michael bay movie where yeah. will smith is jumping a turbo version of one of these and what yep. color is it it's not blue yeah. It's, it's not, black. you know, beige, it's freaking black, you know, yep. or silver, you know, if, if they were like, if they were making the matrix five or 10 or whatever number movie there, yeah. you know, nobody drove a blue car in that movie. No, in any of those movies, they're black or silver they're, or white. Yeah. And that's the reason why those are the popular colors. Even yeah. red would be okay. Um, yeah. but normal, if you can, if you can get the color on a minivan, uh, and it's not a neutral <laughs> color, it's not a color for a Porsche. Sorry. Oh my God. All right, JP. Let's jump. Those are the over rules. To, I don't uh, make them. Let's jump over to cars and bids before this auction ends. <laughs> it's a 2000 <laughs> Honda Prelude Type SH. Speaking this of Hondas, a, yeah, now this, this car should have been blue. I mean, there you go. <laughs> this is a this car is, you would expect to be that color. Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, this is a no reserve auction. It's a five speed manual, 2.2 liter inline four, uh, front wheel drive. Uh, this is the Type SH, uh, which is the uh, four-wheel steering, is it not, JP? I don't know. It's a good yeah. uh, did they make four-wheel steering in this generation? I thought I, they I, did. I, I thought I it was thought only the earlier ones, but I, uh, oh, I, I gotta read my you notes. I have to uh, check in on that one. It's like uh, modification. So it's got this. Um, the one mod is it's got the JDM Type S intake manifold, which apparently makes a few more horsepower. Mm. Uh, pretty cool thing. 25 years. Front wheel drive car, yeah. So it's not an all wheel drive or steering. Oh, I don't read anything about it. But anyway, 200 horsepower, 150 pound foot of torque, um, active torque transfer system. I don't see anything about the steering. Well, I'm off. Wash your car, bro. What the hell? Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. What is Pearl going on, people? Job. It's got 165,000 miles offered out of some place they call Novi, Michigan. Well, in Novi, um, Michigan, they don't have car washes, apparently. No. Nope. There's no excuse for, for a car. I mean, look, I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm jumping in here. I know you're supposed to no, be talking ahead. about the car, but this is this is unacceptable, man. Who who doesn't add? Why does... Okay. Oh, man. I'm, this has got me fired up. <laughs> you know, Doug DeMiro, look. Yeah. Don't let car ads like this on your platform this is ruining yeah. your platform you can't yeah. let an ad where the guy doesn't even bother to wipe the damn wheels down they don't have to be immaculate yeah. but yeah. A, a rag to them might be a good idea yeah. before you take pictures of the stupid thing soap and warm water will work miracles <laughs> he has a post out on instagram today they're so they're all excited because they got their first lamborghini on cars and bids and that's going to be oh, right next man. to a guy with a prelude that yeah. isn't even clean Didn't, at all right yeah. This is just, this is, yeah. this is, this is a mistake, guys. This is bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so there nice. you go. No it reserve. could be a cool car, but it could be 165,000 miles. But it, it, by all accounts, it, like the cosmetically, the car is in, 
in decent shape. It doesn't look all beat to snot, uh, which which to JP's point, it, it would be you would really showcase that better if the car was clean. The front wheels are filthy, and that's that's pretty deplorable when you're looking to to maximize your return on your investment. Um, so, anyways, car sitting at forty one hundred dollars JP on fifteen bids. Again, no reserve auction. Uh, you got anything else you want to say to this kid before he? Uh, Leaves money uh, on the man, table. I mean, I just, I, I, I hope this car's a no sale because this guy does not deserve to sell it, and Doug Demuro does not deserve to make a dime off of an ad like oh, this. Oh, gonna sell right. No reserve auction. <laughs> and look at this. He's another one of these dang videos where, okay, you got somebody. He's got the camera sitting so that we're seeing the dashboard while he's driving, not the road. Uh, and uh, he's driving down a normal street with traffic. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, great, nobody kid. Yeah, right. Ain't gonna happen. This is this is repellent to sales, man. Nobody wants this car. I mean, some idiot might want. I like these cars. <laughs> I, we're we're nerd turning all over this ad. Then let me be clear. Yeah. I am not nerd turning all over on a the prelude. prelude. Right. Preludes are great, especially a manual one. I love this era. I think this is one of the coolest looking uh, preludes that they made. I mean, I, this is the I last agree. generation one or whatever. I, mean, I don't know. I think they made another one, but uh, I it's just a spectacular the- car. I thought that the top of the line of these cars came with uh, four wheel steering, but um, but anyway, I, I, I thought those were in the SIs and the older ones in the yeah maybe, maybe. in the eighties and early nineties ones. Yeah, back during this time, you know, with my dad, it was all European cars. We didn't we weren't allowed to look at Japanese cars. I mean, this guy's so, going to drive through McDonald's or something like that in his stupid video, absolutely, uh, and get a happy yeah. meal because he's obviously fifteen years old. The driver's <laughs> permit that the that the. Uh, he put a big up in the cup. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, JP. Thirty-two uh, ounce. Forty-one hundred dollars an hour to go. I'm gonna say five thousand bucks. Yeah, I'm it. gonna bet under and just say forty-nine, and maybe he gets a couple hundred dollars here and there. Yep. All right. Yep. Moving yep. on. All okay, right. JP. We have been all over sobs lately, and I found this little gem, and I really just wanted to bring it to you and say, how cool is this? Uh, because. I agree with you. I really like this on Nutter Turtles. This is this is the car's dad. This is the 1978 99 Turbo, and there yeah. are some very cool features on this car. This is a no reserve auction offered out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, it says 36,000 miles, true mileage unknown. So I'm guessing the odometer has flipped. Uh, JP, read you to my notes. I'm going to nerd out with you here for a second. Mm-hmm. Those are called 15 inch. Inca alloy wheels, and uh, they are very distinctive to this generation of the 99 Turbo. And um, they just, man, have they not aged well? Those are really cool looking wheels. <laughs> They're definitely uh, I, uh, period correct, a, we'll put it that way. Yeah. As, a, as a Carrera guy, I really appreciate that the lower front end and below the bumper is like a black rubber, uh, and, it, and it has a contrast to the color of the car. Um, this little fastback design, it looks very upright and, and leaning forward, almost like a sprinter in the blocks it's about to jump. Uh, this car is actually very usable. The back seat will hold adults, and that's like a rear hatch. I mean, this is a super practical, sporty, little kind of do-everything car. And those seats, JP, those velour red seats when you get to them, uh, that is a very cool design that I cannot say I'm familiar with. This is a really cool-looking seat. It's pretty flat. I imagine... If you're really driving the car, you're going to flop around in there and roll off of the seats into the seat next to you. But I commend Saab for doing something that was absolutely a design, 
you know, risk. And, and yeah. today I look back on this car where I would have like scoffed at it when I was in high school. Yeah. I look at that car and go, damn, that's hella cool. It still has a two liter turbo, uh, not a lot of power. Uh, but I imagine you could probably work one of these to make it a fun driver. Um, and like I said, you and I have been kind of feeling these sobs as they've, um, come out more and more and been offered on the on the platform so again no reserve out of salt lake city take it away john yeah you know one of the things about these old european cars and, and european cars have always done this they've kind of had that look where they they, they make a uh, they make a car that looks one way and they kind of stick with that design language for a long time saab only made two or three different models um uh, like you said this ultimately became the 900 and uh, I had a friend, speaking of high school, in high school, he had one of these and it was pretty beat up. But, yeah. you know, he overheard some, heard some kids uh, in the high school lunchroom cafeteria, you know, having a conversation about who had the coolest car in the high school. And so, and so shout out to my old friend, Jason Kewen. I don't know whatever happened yeah. to you. Uh, maybe you're on the, the Facebooks or something like that. But he overheard heard them saying, yeah, Jason Kewen has a really nice sob. And they're like, yeah, uh, what year hilarious. is it? And they're like, I don't know. I think it's like an 80 eight or something at the time that was like 1989 and he and it's a 70 something he was he would not shut up about it every time you saw him he would tell you that story uh jason kewen sob has the uh, coolest car in high school and the other guy the other coolest car in high school was the kid that had the 16 valve scirocco his dad had a dealership uh so no this car too too much fun um they do feel like they're built out of a solid block of steel sobs born from jets uh you know there it is love the sob uh not sure where the, the value of the i mean if you ask so me about hard. a 900 i could get you pretty darn close on what the value is but these old ones the 99s they're in a weird place you never see them for sale uh you never see them on the road uh i really have no idea what the what the community is going to say about this car so i'm very yeah, curious I, I don't know i mean look you don't see them very often and this one at least in my opinion looks to be in pretty decent shape yeah. it's it's not mint it's definitely spent some time outside. There is some, you know, normal wear and tear. Those carpets are faded a little bit and all that stuff, but it's all there and it doesn't look like it was ever smashed. Yeah. And so by that rationale, by the rarity and by, you know, how obscure it is that you just don't see them, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this car brought a lot of money at the close of the auction. Um, I mean, could it double in value from it's currently at essentially $10,000 with an hour ago? Probably not. The, the telltale line is it's only three bid, but I still think there's some room gain uh, on. So I'm going to go. Oh man, it sounds like a lot now because <laughs> yeah, I was hoping there'd be yeah. delayed action. Yeah. I put seventeen thousand. I'm gonna I'm gonna temper it down just a little bit and put fifteen grand. But I let me put it this way: I'm gonna put fifteen grand and say that's a ridiculously good value at $15,000. Come on, man. I would pay more for yeah. a Fiat that doesn't run. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's that's true. I mean, you're going to roll in, rolling into a cars and coffee or something like that with this car is definitely, you're going to be the only one there and you yeah. got to love, and to be able to get a car, uh, that you can say that, uh, that's actually kind of cool and fun to drive. Uh, and with that little money, I, I, what'd you say? 15? Yeah. Yeah. 15. No, I, it just, no, it can't, uh, 13. <laughs> I'll give you a little really? bit of spread there. Oh, I just don't man. think it's going to go that far, but maybe yeah, I'm wrong. I don't know. It's in, it's in Salt Lake city, Utah. And these yeah. things are fantastic in the snow. So you can fly out totally. there and get it and drive it home no matter where you are. Yeah. Um, so, all right, cool. JP, JP, look at that design. Tell me how eighties and nineties it is. And then bring cognitive dissonance to the fact that that car's too old for Radwood. It wouldn't qualify. 
<laughs> well, no, it would because they are a continuation car. They, they have the same uh, model in, uh, in eighty. So, okay, yeah, but uh, but All yeah, right. I mean, you know the you know the car to bring this at would be uh, the Targa Baja, bringing bringing this down to oh, Mexico. Man. You know, yeah. boosting the turbo a little bit, giving it an extra poop. Yep. Because even with the turbos, they really did not. They were not fast at all. These no, are slow no. cars. Um, so, but uh, yeah, tons of fun. All right. Yeah, a little bit of torque steer, but a good back road car. I yep. speak from experience. All right, JP, another car I absolutely love. How cool is this thing? Uh, this is basically a one owner, 14, original 2004 Volkswagen R32. Mm. Uh, basically, they took the, oh, JP, help me out. Is it the Mark V Volkswagen platform? Uh, this is a Mark IV. Mark IV. Yep. And, uh, and they, they shoehorned in a, a boosted VR6 motor that made about 240 horsepower. It's all-wheel drive, six-speed manual. Uh, they got the supplier Koenig to make these really cool, very heavily bolstered front seats. Uh, so the seats are very comfortable, but they feel almost like a racing bucket. Uh, really neat. Uh, the exhaust is tuned. It has dual exhaust, and they have a beautiful little rumble on overrun. Uh, these cars sound good. They drive good, and they look beautiful. This one in the metallic black, and I think they only offered them in like three or four colors, JP. It was like a metallic blue, a red, and then like I think a light silver and the black. I think it was like four colors. Uh, they had a uh, yellow one too. Yeah, signal yellow one. Uh, I don't know if it was signal, but I they definitely had a I yellow one. I want to contest that. Guarantee it. All right. So, in okay. fact, I saw okay. I was looking at one just the other day, but yeah. Okay. So, but just a handful of colors. Mm. I was stunned to look back at this. JP, the original MSRP on this car was like 29,000 bucks. I mean, they yeah. really weren't that expensive. Uh, a Golf R today will send you back $50,000, yeah. uh, which is crazy. But this car is 16 going on 17 years old. Uh, but again, this car, super cute car in the metallic black. Um, it would take a, an enthusiast or a Volkswagen nut to immediately recognize that it's an R32 and not just a regular Golf or GTI. But one owner, 14,000 miles, I think this car is in for a huge fi uh, finale. This would be a car we would want to cover if we could jump on. I think this car is going to have a run. Um, there's, a, there's a cult following to this car, and this one could bring a ton of dough. It's the right everything. Yeah. Uh, the R32 is the hatchback of all hatchbacks. Um, we talked about a Mark One GTI uh, last earlier in the week. Last week, I can yep. they kind yep. of rolled together. Um, last week, which was kind of like the grandfather of these types of cars. But this car is really where it all came together the best. The current R is obviously a wonderful car too because it's in all its modernness. But the one thing that this car has that the current. Um, uh, Golf R does not have is two fewer doors. You cannot get a GTI with two doors anymore. They're all right. four doors um, or, or the Golf R. So it's like, th yeah. that sucks. You know, uh, a GTI should be two doors. A Golf all R right. should be two doors, not four. And the four yeah. doors are very functional. They're fantastic. Uh, they put all four of our fat asses, uh, the professor, <laughs> you, me, yeah. and, uh, you know, our, our friend, Kevin, uh, Kevin all got yeah. in that thing. Um, but, <laughs> Look, it should be difficult to get in and out of the back uh, because that's the way a hot hat should be. This car, just it's the right amount of uh, of minimalism and a little bit of extra something to make it look cool because you can tell that it's an R32, like you said, if you know what you're looking for. Um, yeah. And these, the Mark IVs are just 
the best platform. They had some electronic little niggly things that uh, would go wrong with them here and there. And people lament about that. You will see the CEL light if you own this car. Um, but that's not the end of the <laughs> world. Um, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful car. And in a black on black configuration, that's pretty darn rare. Uh, usually they're the blue ones uh, and you see yeah. a lot of the dumb yellow ones too. So, but anyways, yeah. um, there it is. What, what do you, uh, what do you, what what do do you, you think? think JP? Hmm. I think this thing is going to go big. Do you agree with me before I give you well, my 37 bid? is pretty damn big already. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's, it's got almost three hours, three hours to, go. to go. Yeah, and it's in Carlsbad, California, and it's a one-owner car. I mean, like I said, this this thing ticks every box you would be looking for to collect this car. And so mm-hmm. I wrote – I'm going to change my bid here. I wrote 45000 last night. I'm going to really step on myself and go fifty grand. I think this car wow. is going to absolutely stun. I think forty five was a good number, but I – Man, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of people fight over this thing. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. So I'm going to hang it out there. 50 grand, JP. What are you going to do? God, with this few miles, where are you going to find something like this? I mean, I know our yeah. friend Zach, uh, you know, we've talked about him before. He has a blue uh-huh. one that he bought here and bring a trailer, you know, a yeah. year ago or so. And yeah. I think he paid like 14 or something. Now, of course, it has a lot more miles, but well, uh, yeah. I mean, 37 thousand dollars for a mark four volkswagen that's absurd right. uh and right. had i looked at this it, you know it'd be interesting if we did this show where we talked about the car the day <laughs> the ads came out as opposed to the yeah. day the cars hit the block oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. because our numbers would be way off um i never would have predicted that this thing would have found 37 grand i would have been oh, like yeah. yeah 30 would it be you know and that'd be crazy so oh, I, yeah. i'm with you i'm gonna go high but certainly not as high as you i'm gonna go 45 yeah. i think it finds another yeah. you know Take six or seven thousand bucks yeah yeah yeah, take my place. And then when yeah. you're right, I was right because that was my original bid anyways. But Fair enough. You, you get the points. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. Last car. Let's get dirty. We're going to stay on Bring a Trailer and go out to click, 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 click Plainview, Texas uh, mm-hmm. to check out what is a really cool car. Uh, as much as I love uh, the little Defender 90s, I tell you what, JP, I'd rather – I'd save 50 grand and buy something like this 1963 – 88 series 2a 4x4 um these came in in basically four different versions john so you had the gasoline engine in a convertible and what is essentially a wagon like our car here uh and then they had a diesel uh convertible and then a diesel uh wagon so uh this seems to be by all accounts the gasoline version of the wagon and they removed the top and then it's like a roadster but i just that tire sitting up on the front like that (laughs) um the vehicles you know most of these land rovers came in like this like off white or like a yellow or they came in like a you know like a light military green um and then there's kind of like an aston martin sort of like metallic blue green or something I just think one of these with the windshield folded down and the doors off to cruising around on a hot summer day or a spring day in, in Vegas, that, that would be like the absolute coolest car to rock around in. Um, I've, I've always loved them. And this one maybe a little rough for what I'd be looking for, but probably represents a tremendous value. And as such, it's a no reserve auction again, out of Texas, JP true mileage unknown. I think there's no point in trying to guess. Yeah. It's just, you take a look at it and do you want to spend your money and your time hobbying on this car so that you can enjoy it from time to time and go anywhere? What do you think? 
Yeah, you can go anywhere. You're not going to get there quickly. Um, no. Yeah, you're right. With the top off on one of these, it's so fun. I mean, I I wouldn't want one that's much nicer than this. I mean, the patina on this yeah. is spectacular. This is the way you want it to look. Um, so cool. You know, with just the right amount of just surface rust here and there and stuff like that. Um, I can't remember what year they started putting synchros in the transmissions right. on these. So this may be a vehicle that you have to double clutch every time you shift. Um, right. You know, so it's just not going anywhere in a hurry uh but who cares where you got to be i mean something like this we talked about off-roading when we were talking about the cayennes earlier and this has the ult i mean this is the ultimate off-road vehicle you're not getting yeah. anywhere fast but you're going to just slowly right. climb over stuff and crawl over everything they have narrow tires they don't have big knobby tires so that they can yeah. sink down through the sand and get to some grip um or the mud or whatever i mean and they've got you know real uh mechanical di you know diff locks and stuff like that for the front and rear so you're just you're getting anywhere and if it breaks you can fix it with bailing wire duct tape bubble gum whatever you got <laughs> um you know one of the most common vehicles on the planet maybe not so much in america yeah. but you know you oh can but everywhere else the in the world, world. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, these are incredible there's a couple of, of shots this guy's got of his car out in the desert it's like red desert sand and blue sky yeah. and the vehicle i mean it's just JP, it's iconic to me. I mean, it's just it's it's a it's an absolute icon, and uh, and you know, Land Rover has made these cars. I mean, damn near a century. I mean, they're you know what it you know what it is. I mean, iconic. I think uh, of course, and I think that word is obvious uh, with yeah. something like this. But I think the word that really describes this thing more than anything is romantic. I mean, there yeah. is you yeah, are yeah. you are transformed into a different place if right. you're driving something like this. I mean, you know, it's, you just get your your khaki shorts and a yep. and a white shirt and you just uh you could be timeless. I mean, this it could be yeah. you know, this looks great right now and a guy in a raptor could blow by you and he looks like a jagoff uh and you look <laughs> so cool. You know, I, I mean, I love, I love this thing. I love yeah. It. I agree with you. I love yep. it. I'm a great, great pick. Uh, cool car. It's at JP again, no reserve auction out of Texas. Mm -hmm. It's at $8,963 on just 14 bids. It does have three hours to go. And I'm going to say that I think this car is going to sell. This is very specific. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely pulled it out of my back pocket. Petite. And I'm going to say, Fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. That is a good bid, man. That is a very yeah. good bid. That puts me in a predicament because it's worth fifteen grand, give or take two grand. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, these uh, yeah. these kind of hit the market. Uh, you know, these used to be very expensive and hard to find, um, but now they've brought so many in in from Spain and other places in Europe. Most of them right. are right hand drive, so uh, the right hand yeah, drive right. ones are just like eh, who wants that? But people spent a lot of money fixing up right hand drive ones. Uh, uh, this is a left-hand drive one, so this is great. This is the one you want, yep. um, but they're still just not bringing that much money. Uh, for twenty grand, you could get a really nice one. So, uh, yeah. you say fourteen five. I'm going to say fifteen. Yeah. I, I'm just going to go that five hundred okay. over yeah. and say maybe yeah. it finds just a little bit more because it is pretty and, cool. That's a long way to go. I should have said under, but yeah. and, and JP, uh, would you also say that if it were a diesel, it'd bring more money? Uh, I don't, th that's a tough call. I don't, I guess, I mean, it's going to, a diesel is going to have a little bit more torque, but, um, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to like the idea that it's a gas one just cause it's, you know, the gas is easier, easier to serve. Yeah. 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 And stuff yeah. Like that. Okay. I mean, it's cool. The power isn't really going to make that big a difference. Um, no, sorry. Yeah, no, so no. yeah. Uh, love this car. Love it. Love it. Love it. In awesome. fact, I kind of have one. Um, 
That'll that's another thing that we'll see sometime soon. Let's let's uh, do it. Yeah, the Land Reaper. It's uh, not a subtle one like this one. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. I don't get anything that's just basic. Uh, all right. Well, there it is. Another episode of Bid Nerds. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. We do this every Monday through Friday during about the 9 o'clock hour-ish. Uh, we are your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on Cars and Bids and Bring a Trailer and whatever other automotive enthusiast auction sites happen to spring up. They're popping up like dandelions these days. Uh, so yep. we're going to cover the cool cars that pop up there and uh, make sure you subscribe like share hit that notification button so you know when a new video comes out but do you really need the notification because you know we're there every day so come check <laughs> us out um there it is michael deep anything to say before we sign off no, man. we did it we nerded out we really nerded out today that was a good show <laughs>